0: Welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes Podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes Podcast. We're calling this one, We Got Trashed. Woo! Woo! Party! And you guys can come along and get trashed with us. We're all going to get...
0: all get trashed yeah, together. it's going to
1: be fun. It's going to be... We're all going to be brown water trashed together. <laughs> <laughs> I love the term "water trash." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's if, so much grosser than regular trash.
0: Yeah, if you's like that is water trash. Ooh, Ooh, like that is
1: a low blow. It
0: hurts way worse than just oh that's trash.
1: Yeah, it really does. I love that insult. I think it's good. I'm gonna carry it forward. I hope so. So, all all you guys, all you trash men and women out there, <laughs> um, want to hear about trash? I'm sure we can help you out there. Or this whole thing could have been sort of a clickbaity way to tell you that we're here to talk to you about something more serious. Ooh. Yeah, and that maybe there's uh, someone out there who has lied to us. Maybe we've been lied to. And maybe our perceptions of reality aren't quite what they seem. And we need to take out the trash. We do. And put in some truth. Um, and in order to do that, we're uh, going to address uh, Recycling which actually is a very interesting topic, even though on the surface it seems like it wouldn't be. Right. Um,
0: Reduce, reuse, recycle.
1: (laughs) I know in my life growing up for sure, recycling became a big thing. I remember the commercial. It got kind of uh, blended with the the no littering campaign. It
0: was definitely smushed in with littering, the anti-litter movement. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, coincided with the rise in recycling, mm-hmm.
1: and I remember there was a barge somewhere that was like full of trash, and they couldn't find somewhere to put it, and that got all over the news. I
0: think that was like last year. No, it was <laughs> it
1: was it was in the nineties. And oh, really? Yeah, there was it was it was a big news story, but really, it was just they were trying to save money. They had this big barge of trash. They were going to take it to New York. And New York was like, nah. And then the news covered it as if we have so much trash in America that there's this barge. It was the Marlboro 2000 was the name of the barge somehow we're filling up with trash and we need to start recycling which i totally was on board for and i still am um recycling is a really good idea
0: yeah absolutely i think we're we're both avid recyclers yeah we
1: recycle and i've always thought of it as a good idea i guess the propaganda worked on me as a child
0: it, yeah well it worked on a lot of americans i mean and it was a it was a deeply rooted deep pocket funded uh Campaign of propaganda to get all of us to start recycling and to expect recycling to be a thing wherever Mm -hmm. we may go.
1: And I think what happened in the process was anyone who criticized anything about recycling or who maybe said like we could be doing it better got shut down as like they're anti recycling. They're trying to destroy Earth, like Captain Planet's enemy.
0: Well, and it still happens. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult to critique even in a like positive way. Right. Recycling as a whole mm-hmm. because it's misconstrued. Yeah. People think that you're attacking recycling. Yeah. As a <laughs> like whole. we 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 were so inundated for so many years mm-hmm. with how important it was, you know, in the commercials with the crying Indian yeah. and the, the waterways yes, the, the the whales with plastic stuck to them and, yeah and, and like sea birds turtles with,
1: <laughs> birds with stuck in the little plastic ring
0: yeah like all of that kind of stuff it, it imprinted into our brains mm-hmm. to be like we don't want that so right we, we have to recycle and so it just sort of became this thing of like you don't even question the efficacy mm-hmm. of the process right
1: and in like you're you're instantly a super villain, mm-hmm. if you were to say, like, maybe uh like we could be more efficient about the way we're doing this.
0: Or just to simply question and point out the fact that we have been duped yeah. in the process.
1: Mm-hmm. And that like some things that they say we're recycling, we're actually not recycling at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things end up in a landfill, but you feel good about it because you put it in your bin. Right. And from your point of view, you did the right thing. They're the ones who screwed up. Mm -hmm. But if you try to criticize them from screwing up, they say you're anti-Captain Planet and you're just like going to destroy the Earth.
0: You hate Mother Earth.
1: Yeah. It's like, no, I just think you did a bad job of doing what you said you were doing.
0: Had good intentions seemingly on the surface, but Mm -hmm. the way it played out, completely unacceptable. And the truth is although many of us now are recycling or going through the motion of recycling the truth is those things are not actually being recycled
1: at least not like they're telling us they are right they they we're being lied to yeah the 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 uh big oil as they would say and the mm-hmm. government like there's a big advertising campaign to convince you that by putting your recycling in the recyclables, you have done your part, and we are now on a path to a sustainable future. Right. And, and that you can turn your brain off now from thinking about it.
0: Right. And big oil is by far probably, in my opinion, at least, one of the, the biggest offender when it yeah. comes to recycling and plastics. Mm-hmm. Um, plastics, of course, are made by the nation's largest oil yeah. company. So your Exxons and your Chevrons, et cetera. And they've known all along that their plastics are not being recycled. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have spent literally millions of dollars telling Americans the opposite. Yeah. In the 1990s, they spent $50 million a year on commercials that were paid for by the plastics industry, Mm -hmm. which is really just code for big big oil. Big oil, like Exxon
1: Mm -hmm. and bp and all of them together
0: yeah and so these commercials sold the public on an idea that the oil companies knew wouldn't work and that the majority of plastic could be and would be recycled um but wasn't Mm -hmm. all while making brand new plastic out of oil
1: yeah and making you feel good like hey yeah i'm doing the right thing and Meanwhile, they're just making new plastic and it's getting thrown into the dump.
0: And the truth is that all used plastic can be turned into new things. But picking it up, sorting it all out, melting it down is very expensive. Mm -hmm. Plastics also degrade each time that they're used or reused, meaning that the plastics can't be reused really more than once or twice
1: yeah it can't go infinitely
0: Mm -mm. and new plastic on the other hand is really cheap yeah and really easy to make Mm -hmm. you know
1: so they'd much rather make new new plastics they don't care about the environment which is just essentially borrowing from the future Mm -hmm. which is the problem i have with this whole thing is that we're we're hedging against the future we're basically saying we're taking money from you guys in the future so that we can make more now right which seems immoral (laughs)
0: In 2018, the US generated 35.7 million tons of plastic. And the same year, only about 3 million tons of plastic was actually recycled. Wow. Mhm.
1: Good Lord.
0: Where did the rest of it go? You In may the ask. Well, yeah, it went into the landfills or up until January of 2018, a lot of it was being shipped to China. Yeah. And Send it massive to China. cargo ships to, of plastic. To that China. seems
1: incredibly inefficient.
0: Because China had the space and the cheap labor mm. to sort through and use the plastics sent there from the US. But eventually they started running out of space and all of these illegal dumping sites started cropping up around the country and China put the kibosh on it.
1: Wow. Yeah. So they don't even want it anymore. Uh-uh.
0: And so now here we are with all this plastic. Yeah.
1: And it's like that barge.
0: Uh-huh. It's got nowhere to go. And nowhere to go. They've I mean, we've we've tried shipping it to Thailand, we've tried shipping it to Malaysia, but even those countries have gotten more like, you know, why don't not we just dump it
1: all in the Antarctic?
0: Why I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was being sarcastic, obviously. Yeah.
0: But no, but seriously, and the the thing that really sucks about this is that that plastic that is on these barges with mm. nowhere to go was recycled, like meaning a person put it into a blue bin or into a blue mm-hmm. bag into a blue bin to be recycled. Uh
1: huh. So you did your part. We did we our did part. our
0: part, and that's where they want us. To believe that it ends. I know. But the truth is, that isn't where it ends. I know.
1: And when I'm pissed off about that, and they want to blame me, and that makes me even madder. Mm-hmm. That makes them brown water trash.
0: That does. That makes them the biggest brown <laughs> water trash. <laughs> yeah.
1: So big oil is definitely the worst brown water trash offender of this. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but there's some other industries that do recycling that's a little different. Than plastics, and some of it is good and some of it is bad, but most of it is pretty good and some of it makes me proud of the recycling that we do as a country and that I've done in my lifetime because it really is good. Uh So the first one I want to talk about is aluminum. Oh, yeah. Or as the Brits call it, aluminium.
0: Aluminium, which is strange because there's not an I-U-M.
1: Yeah. I've always thought that was weird, but it sounds cool. So I just... (laughs) It was funny. I was doing my research, and I went to aluminum.org, which is a real place. Neat. And when (laughs) when you go there, it asks you if you want to join the Aluminum Nation, which is a newsletter about aluminum.
0: Um, Did you sign up?
1: (laughs) No, I didn't. I'm not that interested. You should have. Yeah, I'm nerdy, but not that nerdy. (laughs) So... uh, (laughs) I did find some interesting stats on aluminum from a few different sites. And um, I thought I would read a couple for you. So recycling aluminum saves more than 90% of the energy needed to make new aluminum. Wow. So it's super efficient to recycle. I mean, it costs way less energy mm. um, and nearly 75% of all aluminum ever produced is still in use today.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. We've only lost a quarter of the aluminum we've ever mined, which hmm. is pretty awesome. Um, in the United States a staggering one. 105,784 aluminum cans are recycled each minute. Wow. Leading to an overall recycle rate of nearly half. Wow. The highest recycling rate of any beverage container by a lot.
0: So people recycle their aluminum cans far more than any other. Yeah,
1: we're good at it and it works and it's super efficient, which is awesome. If
0: you're going to recycle anything for sure. For
1: sure. This is the most efficient one by a long shot. If you're going to do any recycling... Aluminum is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked a little into the history of it, which is fascinating. So the reason we recycle aluminum so efficiently is uh, William Coors, the son of Adolph Coors, who was the founder of Coors Brewing. Yeah, the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Coors had the biggest influence on the recycling of aluminum cans. In the 1940s, they were still using tin cans lined with steel, um, which... Ultimately affected the flavor of the beer. It's not as efficient as aluminum, and they're uh, yeah.
0: Can you imagine? what would steel not beer taste like? Yeah, it,
1: it, it's not as efficient at all, and uh-huh. the consistency is worse. Uh-huh. And William Kors had the idea like aluminum is worth something, so if we offer money back, we can sell it for cheaper. If they right. if they bring the cans yeah, back, the so buyback they would do a penny per can returned, and they started putting out aluminum cans in the forties. By the 1970s, almost every beer company was doing the same thing because it worked so well. Uh Uh-huh. They were actually making money um, selling cheaper than the other companies. Oh, wow. So it's like they were using a more expensive container, Mm -hmm. but they were selling it for less Mm -hmm. because of recycling. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So thanks, Coors, for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Aluminum does require open pit mining to get fresh aluminum. So the problem with aluminum is to get the new stuff, there's a huge impact. Um, So for some companies that are shipping large amounts of liquids, particularly, it might not be efficient to switch from plastic to aluminum, for example, water, Uh because we move so much of it. We would need so much more aluminum than we have to go get all of it would... Be such a huge impact on the environment, it would actually be worse than the plastic.
0: Well, I don't know that that's always the case. And I'm this it's is it's only a,
1: sometimes the case.
0: Yeah. This is a very just me uh, mm-hmm. issue. The. Flavored water that I like to drink mm-hmm. comes in plastic bottles. Yeah. And I've noticed that probably about a month or two ago, they started selling it now in aluminum cans, Oh, which I was like,
1: what? That's probably pretty good.
0: Yeah. So I think the next time we get groceries and I get my flavored water, I'm going to get it in the cans. Yeah. It's
1: probably a better idea. Yeah. It probably It will taste better to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah. I'm curious.
1: Yeah. It's, there's a, there's a lot of argument on the internet back and forth about plastic switching to aluminum for certain products, it really depends on the products and the logistics from what I've been reading. Like Mm -hmm. how far you have to ship it and how much it weighs matters. Yeah. So, and then the last statistic I have that's fascinating is Brazil recycles 98.2% of its aluminum can production. Wow. Which is the first in the world.
0: That's a lot. Uh,
1: The next is Japan at 82.5. Remember, we're at 50. Oh, yeah. So, Brazil is kicking ass at recycling cans.
0: I guess because they get money back for yeah. it, or yeah, ever, and they're
1: just real good at it.
0: Have you ever collected cans and sold them? Oh yeah, when
1: I was a kid, I sure did.
0: Yeah, well, I wasn't a kid, but I was like a young person who was yeah. like, I need money. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> I certainly did. I, it's yeah. a really efficient thing. I'm I'm all for it. Aluminum recycling is very good, mm-hmm. and. It, I'm really proud of us as Americans for actually doing it because when it comes to some of the other products, we're not quite as good.
0: Well, we're not as good at recycling them, and we're also not actually recycling them even if we put them in the container.
1: Right. So I'll go to the next most logical thing, which would be glass, which is another... Container you can use for sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only recycle about 33% of our glass in America Whoa. compared to Europe, which is around 91%.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So we are horrible in America at glass So recycling.
0: do we just throw it away? Or yep. does it end up like plastic and just get tossed it ends even up, though you tried to recycle it? That's what happens. Yeah. So
1: the U.S. uses what's called single stream recycling, which is where you put everything in one bin. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to sort it out ahead of time. And that basically means that the glass, they just throw it away because it's heavy. So in order for our single stream recycling to have efficacy, they need to be able to ship the recycling Mm -hmm. all over the place. And in order to do that, it needs to weigh less so for Yeah, because it it's work,
0: expensive. The heavier something is, the more it costs to ship it.
1: Right. So for it to work, we dump about 66% of the glass out of the recycling bins straight into the landfill. Yikes. Off the get-go. Okay. Because they're heavy. So that's the negative side to glass. I I would argue in America we would be much better off if we had two recycle bins. One Only for glass and one for everything else.
0: And that's the interest, that's such an interesting point because we used to. Yeah, I know. We used to. We are of the age when like recycling really came to be. Mm -hmm. And I can remember it being a thing that you had to sort out everything into its own little pod before you could take it to the recycling center. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if we need to necessarily go that far, but if we had to distinguish between glass and everything else. That would be a huge boost for us in America, and it would get us more caught up with the rest of the world on glass because we are bad at it. It just,
0: but the thing is, is we are not bad at well,
1: it. Well, not us, our country, the people organizing it's the it. The system, yeah.
0: So, because what we do is now we have this convenience of you can just put all of your recycling into one bag mm-hmm. and toss it into the big bin together. Yeah, with the assumption that when it gets to the facility, they will be the ones right. doing the sorting and the glass will go to the glass recycling, the plastic will go to plastic, right. et cetera. But the reality is is that's not happening.
1: No, because, it, because in order to make the uh, plastic and paper recycling work, they can't be toting around glass as well. It's too right. heavy.
0: And it's also because I think part of the reason is because most of the um, recycling... Uh, Facilities, the places that are intaking all those bags that you've tossed for to be recycled or whatever, are for profit. Yep. So they're a business that's got to watch their bottom line, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a business that's trying to actually help the environment. I know.
1: Yeah. This is we. They pulled the wool over our eyes. Uh We have been hoodwinked. Well. The thing that's sad about that too is that glass is pretty good at being recycled, and you can mix recycled glass in with new glass and lose no integrity of the product. So glass does not See, degrade that's over cool. time. So
0: it's not like plastic no. where it's just you get one, maybe two uses, nope. even if you do recycle it, and then it's garbage.
1: Right. Just like aluminum, it's 100% recyclable, meaning you can melt down the thing and add it to a new product and it loses no integrity from before. Wow. So you can continuously melt down the glass and remake it. And what's cool is that they use percentages of what they call billet is the name of it it's this it's it's the broken glass that's been melted into molten molten glass and for every 10 percent of that that they use it saves about five percent of co2 emissions versus making new glass wow which which is pretty cool that means for every six tons of recycled glass we use we save one ton of co2 emission wow a ton of carbon dioxide gets well, saved. I'm
0: glad they can do it that way because I also know that when it comes to plastic, if it's not recycled or thrown into the landfill, it's incinerated. Yeah. So it's burned.
1: Yeah. Which is pollution. Which is more pollution, <laughs> yeah. right. And luckily about glass is you can smash glass down into a bajillion pieces and put it in a landfill and then it, it, it won't go away, but it's it's sand essentially. Right. Um, Which is nice. So there are different types of glass, like Pyrex and window glass, that are different ways of recycling them. And the companies that use those like have different programs where they have to recycle. They can't recycle through the bottling. Plants. Oh really? Yeah. So
0: like if you have a Pyrex container you can't just
1: no that can't be recycled for the same if you throw it in the recycle bin it'll end up in the trash oh yeah they have to those products use a different kind of recycling so oh
0: interesting Mm -hmm. i didn't know that
1: and the coolest thing about glass though is that it has the fastest turnaround uh it can go from being in a recycle bin to on a store shelf in 30 days wow so that's the fastest turnaround of any product that we recycle which is pretty cool Cool. It's, it's really efficient for bottles. Um, if you've ever... I was an amateur beer brewer. I know a lot of amateur beer brewers. You learn real quick that glass bottles are the shit. You can right. reuse them. They're just, awesome.
0: I guess, you know, as a country, we just we shifted away from glass. That's heavy. Because, well, yeah, it's heavy and it breaks. Yeah. And plastic was this like new, mm-hmm. unbreakable, lightweight, lightweight mm-hmm. convenient container mm-hmm. for us.
1: That brings me to the last product that i did research on which was paper and uh you can go to paperrecycles.org i just get a kick out of these names um it says paper fibers can only be reused about five to seven times before the paper declines so somewhere in between Mm -hmm. aluminum and plastic Mm -hmm. um but you end up with an increased bacteria colonization in recycled papers i didn't know that but apparently by a hundred to a thousand times more bacteria.
0: So if you're using like recycled paper, it has bacteria in it? No,
1: during the process. Oh. So it produces more, res- the pulp. When they measure virgin wood pulp and they measure recycled wood pulp, there's a thousand times more bacteria in it, which is eventually going to go into the environment. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It says waste wood is burned in the process of uh, making new wood. So when you're making virgin wood, they burn the waste wood, which they use as energy to fuel the plant, which is a good thing because uh-huh. when you're recycling paper, you're only sucking energy. So there's some positives and negatives to paper is what I'm realizing because the different types of paper have vastly different outcomes. So some things are efficient in paper to recycle and some are not.
0: Huh. Okay. Yeah.
1: There's like a lot of argument online. This was the most divisive thing i found is there's a lot of back and forth on the efficacy of recycling paper um only about 10 percent of the united states office paper is made from recycled fiber and like we could totally increase that without losing any integrity of the product so we are doing kind of bad in in the united states
0: is it because we just don't we're not buying recycled paper or
1: it's because office paper tends to be considered to need to be of a high quality so we actually recycle a lot of Hand towels and newspapers, right? But printer paper, office paper, the stuff we print our notes on, yeah, that is almost all new paper.
0: It's really, it's more expensive too. That's why. Um, the no, I mean the the recycled is yes, more expensive.
1: It is because honestly, making new paper isn't that hard to do. And it's usually done from concentrated forest. Actually, like 99% of paper is, comes from trees that we grow specifically for paper.
0: Have you ever used recycled uh, toilet paper before?
1: Yeah, it's not good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
1: And then um, there's some interesting argument about the de-inking process. So... When you de-ink uh, paper, it uses pretty harmful chemicals, which creates, you know, a sludge, which is bad. But when they use the pulp process to make new paper, it uses even worse chemicals. Mm-hmm. And the argument is that sawmill or paper mills are older mm-hmm. than recycling centers, which means they're more likely to have bad things happen with their more toxic chemical. Right. So there's an argument for recycling being more efficient as far as harmful chemicals are concerned mm-hmm. because their newer facilities... That are using slightly less toxic chemicals. Like I said, with paper, you get about 50 50 split. I mean, yeah,
0: some people are like, you should absolutely do it. Others are like, actually, it's yeah. better if you just make new. It,
1: it seems to me from where I'm sitting that it depends on the kind of paper mm-hmm. and what industry you're in, whether mm-hmm. or not it's uh, important. So they did say, like, the cardboard paper, like the packaging use a lot of that is recycled, and that's good. It's actually good, like that cheap like the backing paper you would get on a product that you would buy, the like cheap sort of cardboard that's laminated. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is actually heavily recycled and it's actually good to recycle because it doesn't need to be high quality paper. It can be fibrous Mm -hmm. and you don't write on it. You just laminate it, print it. So that was what I learned about, all the different other types of recycling and the efficacies of it. And it seems to me like basically they're all pretty good and we could do better. Mm-hmm. But it's aluminum kicks ass.
0: Yeah. Make sure you recycle your aluminum. If
1: you're not gonna recycle anything, <laughs> yeah. just do aluminum cans, that's fine actually. Like yeah. you're good. Yeah. But whatever you do, throwing away aluminum cans, bad. Don't do it. Right. So after hearing our series of facts in no particular order, about recycling you may be feeling feelings of despair
0: (laughs) you may be feeling uh yeah frustrated and sad
1: and the question you may be asking is what can i do
0: yeah how can i get rid of these feelings
1: yeah (laughs) well we have some advice in that department
0: yeah uh at least as far as educating yourself Mm -hmm. especially in terms of plastic yeah uh, not all plastic is created equal Right. when it comes to what is and what isn't recyclable. Yeah, I
1: know, and it's hard to know.
0: It's really hard to know, and it's designed that way on purpose. Yeah, probably. It is. So when you have a, a plastic container, you flip it over, you see that little triangle symbol.
1: Chasing arrows. The
0: chasing arrow symbol, which stands for recyclable. Mm-hmm,
1: and there's a number in it.
0: Yeah, and so those numbers are really meant for the sorting facility, but as you as the consumer can also know what those numbers mean when you're making purchases, you know, in deciding what you will or will not buy. Uh huh. So if you see a number one, that means that the plastic is called polyethylene terephthalate or PET. Yeah. And that's your water bottles, your soda bottles. It's very easy to sort, and those bottles or plastic containers are more often recycled than any other plastic.
1: Yeah. Um. I did read that. PET bottles are the second thing to aluminum cans for most recycled container.
0: Yeah. Then you have a two. So that was one. Mm -hmm. Then you see, if you see a two, that's your high density polyethylene or HDPE. Mm. And that's your milk jugs in your laundry detergent bottles. Yeah, so like a
1: Tide bottle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
0: those are also easy to sort, and they're regularly recycled at about the same levels as the PET or the number one. Then after that, things start going downhill. Yeah. (laughs) So your three is your PVC, like your PVC piping for plumbing or construction. Yeah, I
1: feel like a lot of that just gets used in construction.
0: It does, but...
1: What, there's a lot of waste.
0: There's a lot of waste, and it's rarely, if ever, recycled. Yeah, so PVC. And there has also been some studies that have shown that PVC plastic uh, can be toxic.
1: Oh, wow. Contains huh. toxins. So in in the industry that I work in, we use a lot of uh, that particular plastic, and that's not well, good. <laughs> just so
0: you know, it mostly gets thrown away.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: Then we have four Which is the low density polyethylene or LDPE, which is your flexible plastic, which is used for things like shrink wrap and plastic grocery bags. Mm -hmm. Um, And these would be the bane of sorting facilities. Yeah. (laughs) Because those plastic bags clog the machines. And despite efforts even by like grocery stores to put those little bins out front for you to like quote, recycle your plastic bags, almost all of them get just thrown away. Yeah,
1: those are bad. Those are like your single-use plastics. Mm -hmm. So what number was that one? That was four. Four. So you see a four, run away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Then we have five, which is polypropylene or pp and that's your yogurt containers and your shampoo bottles okay and there's very few recyclers in the u.s that use these types of plastics so most of them end up in landfills huh. okay. interestingly this was the plastic that was most sought by china when we were selling our plastic okay to them so we kind of were able to be like that's well, it's not so bad. It's just going to China and they're dealing with
1: it. <laughs> and it's like all your lotions and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. like hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that we just don't have the facilities in the mm. US to do anything. So with it's it.
1: conceivably good to recycle that if we had the infrastructure.
0: It is recyclable. See, that's the thing. Yeah. It's all recyclable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not necessarily being recycled.
1: I think of all the ones you've listed, though, that one seems to me like the most easily fixable. All we need is infrastructure.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what China had or still has, but now they've just got too much plastic. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) Then we get to six, which would be your polystyrenes. Yeah. um, Which is like styrofoam. Mm -hmm. Or in its rigid form, it's your solo cups.
1: Yeah, we use a lot of that at work too.
0: But because it's uh, very lightweight And almost Mm -hmm. always contaminated with food, it's really difficult to be recycled. Okay. So it's also almost always thrown away. Yeah. And then seven would be your other. (laughs) Uh, other. We don't know what the hell's in this. Yeah. And that's basically any other type of plastic or any mixed... Combination of the previous numbers.
1: It's like a bath salts of plastic.
0: Yeah, and it's those are hardly ever. God knows what's in it. And so that's kind of a rundown of like the numbers in in the the chasing arrows that you might Mm. see on a recycling bottle or plastic. Um, But here's the thing: a lot of companies now are not using the numbers anymore. Oh, they're just using what's called a the smart label, and it's just an empty. It's just oh. an empty triangle chasing uh, arrows, which leaves the consumer a little bit in the dark as to what it that is. That sucks.
1: So I can't even like choose to buy the right kind of plastic.
0: Right. So basically, it means yeah, it can be recycled, but doesn't necessarily mean that it will be. <sighs> and also, and this is where things get dirty again. These codes and the symbol itself are being misused quite often yeah, by like companies labeled mm-hmm, who are trying to use it as like a green quote unquote yeah marketing tool. Mm-hmm. So you might be buying something that has this little recycle label on it when in actuality they know it's not being recycled. Oh God,
1: I hate that.
0: Uh-huh. And so there's no real the, the problem is that there's no standard. Mm-hmm. We don't have an official standard when it comes to the labeling for recycling, so we could we could stamp the recyclable symbol on our own logo, you know, and call ourselves recyclable as the Carolina snowflakes and get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's there is no like.
1: Well, you can recycle these episodes are good over and over. We and over are
0: 100 recyclable, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> yeah, we'll you understand this one two, three times. You know what I'm saying though? Like, there is no. Standardization process for That's like ridiculous. what can call itself recyclable. Isn't that
1: infuriating to you? Yeah,
0: and this is this is my my last point on on plastic. That should be the most infuriating. Uh, the oil industry makes four hundred billion dollars a year making new plastic, uh. and it's just going to go up because as we as a country and as a society move away from, from gas. gas consuming vehicles they gotta
1: have something to make money
0: they have their eyes on plastic
1: that's so bad for we see we need a name for people like us and the um we're gonna call you guys out there the snowflake nation
0: snowflake nation
1: yeah and or the snow globe we haven't, we decided. haven't decided
0: yet tell what, us which one you like
1: yeah tell us which one you like do you like snowflake snow globe nation or snow globe
0: yeah what do you like
1: but we all need a name for what we are, which is pro-recycling and want to make it better, but think that the way we're doing it now isn't good enough. Right. Like, what could we call ourselves? Because we're not anti-recycling, we're pro-recycling. Yes. And we're saying we're not doing it good enough.
0: Would we be woke cyclers? Yeah.
1: Or something? <laughs> woke cyclers. <laughs>
0: like re-woke cyclers. Maybe the
1: snow globe out there might know. Yeah. So, if you do... Have an idea on that? We would love to hear from you because I want a name.
0: Yeah, what do we it. call ourselves? We're for it. We're for it, but we're also aware of what's really going on and how it can be better. Yeah. I don't know. Is this something that you write to your congressperson about? Oh wait, that's Madison Cawthorn.
1: Yeah, I can't write to him about anything. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Little mini, mini Hitler.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: And if you're out there listening, uh, unless you're in Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. <laughs> You probably have a better representative than uh, Madison Cawthorn.
0: It's right. She's probably yeah the worst.
1: Yeah, if you're in her district, then you really oh, oh my goodness, we're sorry. Help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if you're if you're in any of those districts, or if you're uh, anywhere in the uh, world, actually, you can find our website on the internet:
0: carolinasnowflakes.com.
1: But if you're like us and you're enraged about your representative, the, the place everybody <laughs> gathers to bitch about that is Facebook.
0: Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes.
1: And if you're in the Snowflake Nation slash Snow Globe, send us an email and let us know which name you like better and whether or not you have a name for being we need to do recycling better, w- dot org. Or whatever.
0: carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com
1: gmail.com
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.